Welcome to the fourth episode of the Relatable Podcast with Julie B., where we talk through the challenges of life and the joy of healthy relationships. I'm your host, Julie B., and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hall. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. When I say the words amazing, mind-blowing marriage, what's the first word that comes to your mind? Uh, sex. Mm-hmm. Yes, you and everybody else listening. <laughs> oh, goodness. So in this episode, a few of my friends, we uh, talk through some topics like if an amazing, mind-blowing marriage is even realistic, like how do you even get there, mm-hmm. which I think it is realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I would say we have seasons of amazing yeah. mind-blowing. <laughs> seasons for sure. Yeah, yep. The role intentional time plays in your marriage, Mm -hmm. what to do when it feels like you and your spouse are speaking different languages. Yes, that that was a really great part of the conversation. Yes, I remember that. Can't wait for people to hear that. Uh, And then the impact that scheduling and routines can have on your marriage because everybody's really busy. Absolutely. And I love that we dive into what happens when you have kids and how it's okay to schedule sex. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I mean, I can remember scheduling at uh, four in the morning. (laughs) And I remember planning noontime rendezvous. Mm. See, that just sounds amazing and mind-blowing. Yep, yep. So, hey, there's a lot packed into this episode, so be sure to listen up. Just so you know, today we're talking about having an amazing, mind-blowing marriage. This episode is sex-rated, so if the children are around you, now is the time to tell them to go find something to do or hit pause until you can listen to this without them. I have asked some people to join me today to have this conversation. We have Mitchell Qualls, who's been married how many years? 15 years. 15. And Gina Ellis, you've been married? 25 years. 25. And Chris Owensby? 15 awesome years. 15 awesome years. So we've got, I'm on 30 here. So we've got a lot of marriage experience at the table. And the reason that we're talking about this topic is because nobody else is. (laughs) Actually, it's because everybody wants to talk about it and nobody talks about it. So we're going to brave the waters and have the conversation. So when you hear the words amazing, mind-blowing mm-hmm. marriage, um, what comes to mind, Gina? What comes to mind is what I think I've got. I want it a hundred times better, better than that. Okay. That's what amazing, mind-blowing. And it's possible. Yeah. It okay. is possible. It's not uh-huh. something out there that I can't reach. It's possible for my relationship. Uh And Mitchell and Chris, from the uh, guy's perspective, what exactly goes through your mind when you think about amazing, mind-blowing marriage? Yes, I think about the words passionate and and exciting. Okay. Like those are things that immediately click. Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go for it. I'm thinking about sex. (laughs) And and 
I don't mean just going to be an interesting episode. (laughs) Fasten your seatbelts. Well, you know, great mind-blowing marriage, I think, are all those things. But but for us, for my wife and I, you know, what what happens in the bedroom is sort of a a, a telltale sign of how amazing Mm. mind-blowing it really is, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think about the culture that we live in today and when even when you're watching actually commercials, Mm -hmm. never mind actual Mm-hmm. sitcoms mm-hmm. and shows that it's kind of like this unspoken thing mm-hmm. that what they have is this amazing mind-blowing yeah. something that like all of us want and we think oh it's just is it attainable I just mm-hmm. don't think it's attainable mm-hmm. because of my schedule and mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. and it, it's just non-stop mm-hmm. so I think the big question is how do we be intentional mm-hmm. about creating an amazing mind-blowing marriage whether you're on a great track and feel like okay this is it's attainable it's just Mm -hmm. gonna take some work Mm -hmm. or gosh we are so not there like I don't even I don't even know where to start where would you say these are some things that you could do to actually be on the road to having amazing mind-blowing marriage first thing I think about is spending quality and intentional time together Um, whether it's date nights, and even if you have young kids, putting them to bed early so that you all can just spend time together makes a big difference Mm -hmm. because if you you aren't intentional about it, it just, it won't happen because something Mm -hmm. else will come in. But being intentional in time with just your spouse, turning off your phones, turning off your laptops, your smartphones, your... Apple Watches, mm-hmm. just getting and just going back. Yeah, yeah now you've gone to meddling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your children are older. You've yes. got really young kids, yep. and, and you're kind of in between both of them right. in terms right. of the ages of your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I sometimes I feel like we, when you say, "Okay, be intentional," mm-hmm. like there's the eye rolls, yeah, you know, because yeah. it's like seriously, I'm just. Like the fact that I'm uh, standing yeah. is a feat. Yes. So mm-hmm. you're talking about all these other things. And I think that there's some parents, working parents especially, yeah. that feel a tremendous sense of guilt about being away from their kids. Mm. And so bedtime yes. gets mm-hmm. delayed, delayed, yes. delayed because you want to spend time quality with time yes. with your with kids. The kids. Yeah. And your spouse ends up feeling left out. Mm-hmm. I'm gr- grateful for my husband. It was because of him that my kids actually had a bedtime mm-hmm. because that just wasn't on my radar. But we had time, even if it's 10 minutes, just the two of us, that we didn't have to be mom and dad. We could yeah. just be in mm-hmm. Gina again. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like three hours. If you can get 10 good minutes of mm-hmm. just being with just each other. Mm-hmm. That's a step in the right direction. You got that going on, Mitchell? We we do pretty good, I think, with a lot of it. We haven't always. Mm-hmm. So when our son, who's now seven, was younger, it was a little tougher, it felt mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. But at the point we're at now, you know, we go, we do date night twice a month. Every other Tuesday night. It's we like just on pick. your calendar. It is on our, it is oh, on wow. our babysitter's calendar. Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. There's a good. So we have a consistent note. babysitter who's awesome. And twice a month on Tuesday nights, because we picked a night that was like easy, and um, and it's you don't wait anywhere you go. So if you mm-hmm. got to eat, if you go to the movies, whatever, there's no mm-hmm. waits. It's just you know it's a little easier to mm-hmm. do things, um, and it worked out well with our babysitter because we never have to worry about her weekends or anything like that. So we we we're really intentional about that and keeping that a priority mm-hmm. so that we're staying connected. 
But one thing that we try to be intentional about is just how we stay connected throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So whether it's playful text messages, mm -hmm. for us, playfulness <laughs> is like a big part of our relationship. Mm -hmm. So we love to have that fun with each other. feeds the amazing mind yeah. Exactly, yeah. it feeds yeah. the amazing mind blowing. So we'll try to keep that going throughout the day with just text back and forth and just kind of staying connected. And so we maintain that and then um, we embarrass our kids a lot because we <laughs> kiss a lot in front of our kids. And so we like, we tell them, you know, we tell them why it's important for us to have date yeah. nights. Uh -huh. yeah. And we express it to them and they don't like it. They don't like, like our seven year old's like, I don't want y'all to go out. I want y'all to stay home with me. And we're like, yeah, but no, <laughs> we're gonna take care of us. Yeah. And so, trust know, me, you'll appreciate yes. it later, right? And that's what we tell them. We're like, you'll appreciate it later. You won't want us. And the three year old's like, y'all just leave, goodbye. <laughs> But yeah, so those are things that we just try to, to keep that amazing yeah. mind blowing, mm -hmm. to keep it going mm -hmm. and to keep that communication mm -hmm. and intentionality. I think that's a really important point about you doing it and being like it's on our mm -hmm. calendar mm -hmm. because I think tyranny of the urgent, yeah. it's just so mm -hmm. easy to go, oh, I'm mm -hmm. tired, yeah. let's just don't do anything tonight. But when you have it on the calendar yep. and you know mm -hmm. the babysitter's mm -hmm. coming, right. and I think it speaks to that whole thing of the culture really sending this message of once children come into yeah. a marriage relationship yeah. that you put all your time, energy and focus on them. Yeah. But yet we know yep. that a mm -hmm. child centered marriage mm -hmm. is the one that's most mm -hmm. at risk for distress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we, we've missed soccer games and mm -hmm. we've missed baseball games because date night was on the calendar. Ooh. So nice. we've been like, hey, mm -hmm. buddy, you got a baseball game. Your grandparents are going to take you mm -hmm. because we've we've got plans. Mm -hmm. We've had tickets to some show or we've had whatever it is before your schedule ever came out. So mm -hmm. we're going to get you there. You'll be taken care of. But we're doing, you know, what we already that. had planned mm -hmm. and just not letting, you know, not letting their schedules interrupt that. Yeah, mandate yeah. what you do. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see the, your wheels spinning yeah, over there. No, I just think that's the difference between, you mentioned child-centered uh, marriage, marriage yeah. and marriage-centered parenting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we kind of do the same sorts of things in our household. We try to have the same boundaries with our kids. And, and what we try to teach is uh, mom and dad are husband and wife. Mm. And that relationship on the chain of hierarchy there comes first. And, and when, when I come home, when my, when my girls were younger, you know, um, come home from work and they're, they're there, da, 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 you know, mm -hmm. you know, gripping on the leg and all that stuff. And I would say, I, you know, I, I, I love you. I'm, I'm going to hug you here in a minute. We're going to go wrestle. We're going to go tickle. But where is my wife? I want to find my <laughs> wife first. And I try to really intentionally use that phrase so that mm -hmm. they knew what the relationship was mm -hmm. there. And, and mm -hmm. I think intimacy and connection is an intentional process and exercise. Mm -hmm. And as you go through those different phases of life, pre-kids, young kids, middle kids, kids mm -hmm. and you know, older, older children in high school, you have to shift, you have to you know, what date nights look like and all yeah. that, mm -hmm. but it's very intentional and it's a continual process mm -hmm. of growth. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. definitely. So, I, I mean, I think what everybody is getting at is that you you do have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. I, you know, that, those Absolutely. first years of marriage, mm -hmm. it's easy to believe, oh, this is just gonna spontaneously right. happen. And yet when the chaos really does set in, you recognize, wow, yeah. we, we've got to be intentional yeah. and plan in order to make sure that we're actually focused on having an amazing mind-blowing mm -hmm. marriage. Mm -hmm. 
And I think two things come to my mind. One, we've kind of spoken to the idea that marriage and then kids, but we've got a yeah. lot of families yeah. that are coming together as blended families yes. and they're bringing mm -hmm. children yes. with them. Mm -hmm. And yet still, mm -hmm. still the message is yes, you were pre this marriage, mm -hmm. but in, in order for our family to be strong, we've got to take care mm -hmm. of this mm -hmm. relationship mm -hmm. in order to be what you guys need us to mm -hmm. be. Right. So that leads me to this idea of really understanding what it is that speaks to your spouse mm -hmm. in terms of caring for them, mm -hmm. pampering them, cherishing them, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. um, both both spouses, what mm -hmm. does that look like? So learning how to be a great understudy and figuring out, um, I mean, what really, what floats their boat, for mm -hmm. lack of a better mm -hmm. word. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's interesting. Um, when I was engaged, my mother gave me a cookbook. And the inscription was, the way to a man's heart <laughs> is through his stomach. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Like her and, already. <laughs> and there are times when we just get so busy yeah. that I'll stop and cook my husband's favorite meal. Mm. And that lets and then him, we're off to the races. <laughs> there you go. And that lets him know that in the midst of the chaos, you're still mm. on my mind. Yeah. yeah. That it's just That's something good. simple. Mm -hmm. Something yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah, in my house, um, I honestly, I was trying to think about when this actually happened, but I came home one day and laundry was going and the vacuum had been run. Oh my Lord. And I, I mean, I went and found <laughs> my man. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, so just to be clear, this is foreplay. <laughs> because, yes. because I'm just an acts of service kind of gal yes. and yes. with both of us working yes. and we have a child and we're doing all kinds mm -hmm. of things mm -hmm. to me I didn't ask for that right and he just did it mm -hmm. on right. his own mm -hmm. and I didn't go looking to see if it was done exactly right. mm -hmm. like I would That's have done right. it I was just so appreciative mm -hmm. that he just did mm -hmm. it. It just, mm -hmm. it spoke to me mm -hmm. because I recognized he actually thought about me and yeah. did that because I know he hates to vacuum. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just, that's, that was, wow. Mm -hmm. uh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not big, large gestures that make your relationship amazing. Way better right. than a bouquet of flowers. Yes. He knows that I love yes. flowers, but I love that way more. <laughs> <laughs> but it does require you to learn about your yeah. spouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing I've I've learned about Kristen, my wife, is that um, she really needs some detox time. Mm. Uh, we both work now. Mm -hmm. We we have two uh, elementary and, and middle school daughters. Um, <clears throat> so when she comes home, it's like I I've got to be by myself. Mm. I need to chill just a little time. And I recognize that as the opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'll take the girls out, 
give the house to her, mm. you know, let her do whatever she needs to do um, to, to have that rest and rejuvenation mm -hmm. and, and, and return in a couple hours. And it's, sometimes it's like she's a different woman after mm. that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes a big difference when you'll focus, like what you were talking about with, with Jay, you know, it makes a big difference when you'll focus and understand, like, this is, this is their love language. Mm. I know it's going to build that intimacy, but also, like, I know what their needs are. Mm -hmm. I know what works, you know what's going to help sustain our relationship, mm -hmm. what's going to help it thrive. And and I know with my wife sometimes, like she has stressful weeks at work. She works mm -hmm. for a child care center. So she's with <laughs> kids all the time. She has stressful weeks sometimes. She's in administration. And the other night I just texted her and I was like, hey, how about you and one of your friends go out? Mm. Go out to eat. Yeah. I got the kids. Yeah. I'll give yeah. them baths. I'll get them fed. Yeah. They'll be in bed by the time you get home. Just go out and relax and unwind and have fun. And she got home at like 9.30 that night. Now, I got to sit up and watch the baseball playoffs <laughs> after the kids went to bed. <laughs> so it was a win-win. But, um, but, you know, just realizing for her, she needs that every once in a while. Mm -hmm. It's just to go out with girlfriends and mm -hmm. just not worry about mm -hmm. anything. And I think to really clarify, you didn't do that thinking to yourself, okay, so mm. if I call her and mm -hmm. I tell her, hey, why mm -hmm. don't you go out with your girlfriends tonight that when she gets home, there's going to be a little something, something in it for me. <laughs> exactly. You did it just because mm -hmm. you know that feeds her soul. And, yep. and <laughs> in the end, it also feeds your relationship. Exactly. And I think that that's a really mm -hmm. important point, that this is not about manipulative right. behavior. Right. No strings attached. It, yeah, yeah, no yeah. strings attached. And ultimately, it's, it is that that brings you mm -hmm. closer because yeah. it speaks, I know you. Mm -hmm. And that builds the intimacy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So long yeah. before, you know, if you can separate the sex from the intimacy, that mm -hmm. builds the intimacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's going to make them feel appreciated and valued. Mm -hmm. Right. My wife loves back rubs. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's almost nightly. It's it's a it's at least a short <laughs> back rub, and I'm cool with that. I know what back rubs could lead to. <laughs> <laughs> and so does she. But sometimes she'll say, honey, would you please give me a back rub? But I would like the kind of back rub like you know sex is coming, but you know now that sex probably is coming. <laughs> but do it like you know. Okay. <laughs> I've got well, because you never know. <laughs> you know. Right. At least she made herself clear. Exactly. And, and that's yeah. how she, you know, honestly, uh, we're able to feed her soul in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 I remember reading Michelle Weiner Davis's book, The Sex Starved Marriage, mm -hmm. and thinking through all the things that actually like keep you out of the bed, mm -hmm. your children, mm -hmm. right. work, commitments, mm -hmm. all those mm -hmm. things. And one of the things she actually talked about is that sometimes one person really wants sex more mm -hmm. than the other, more often. Yeah. And she said, you know, marriage it isn't actually all about you, yeah. which mm -hmm. I think we think it is. It's, mm -hmm. it's super easy. I want, I need, you need to be giving me versus, well, what, what do we give each other? And actually it isn't all about me. It's, mm -hmm. it's about us coming together and serving each mm -hmm. other and walking mm -hmm. this road together. And she said, you know, sometimes one thing does lead to another. So you may not be in that frame of mind, yeah. mm -hmm. but a back rub mm -hmm. could help you get mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. frame right. of mind, could mm -hmm. actually relax you. Or even the two hours mm -hmm. when she came home from work yep. could lead to being in that frame of mind. Mm -hmm. So I think we also have to, to consider yeah. all of those 
things when Absolutely. we're thinking about, well, how mm -hmm. do we create amazing mind blowing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what about all of us have been married for a pretty significant period of time. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about through the years, monotony, same old, same old. I mean, I can remember Pat Love who wrote the book Hot mm -hmm. Monogamy. She said, nobody likes to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every <laughs> single day of the week. And, and so um, just even thinking through marriage, boy, mm -hmm. how many times have we caught ourselves uh, same old, same old, mm -hmm. being in a rut, mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's the it's same like old mundane the thing, yeah. which, yeah. Yeah. you know, we hear yeah. people say, it's just, it's boring. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. boring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's important, especially if you do have kids, to have uh, friends around you mm. that you can swap kids. Yeah. Where... But you mean really literally can we, can we swap kids? No, no, no. I don't think that's legal. No. Where they will watch your barter, kids for a yeah, night. And then you yeah. can watch theirs. Mm -hmm. And even if it's an overnight and you just yes. go to a local hotel yeah. and you dress up and you go out to dinner, it's something mm -hmm. different. It's yeah. in a different place. You're in a different frame of mind. You're not worrying about little feet and knocking on the door yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. It just allows you a little bit more freedom. Mm -hmm. So whether you have friends or family in town and they actually offer to let your kids spend the night. Do it. Let them spend uh -huh. the night. Yeah. They'll be okay, it's just one night. Right, yeah, yeah I, I love that. Anything Definitely. you can do to spice it up and make things mm -hmm. a little bit different. And, and I think there's a interesting comparison with the things you do outside the bedroom that mm -hmm. don't require big things mm -hmm. to, to make connection. I think it's the same thing in the bedroom. Mm. Little changes, little things. I mean, you know, uh, uh, I know Chris and I have conversations. We're like, we should try another room. Can we do that? <laughs> we, we, I think we used to do that the first year, but I don't remember. You know, so switching it up yeah. like that is, yeah. a, is a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think a big piece of it too is having those, like y'all having those conversations, having those open yeah. lines of communication yeah. to say, it's okay. Like this, this is an important part of our marriage and we've got to talk about it and mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. if we feel like things are, if we feel like it, you know, our sex life's getting in a rut or we feel like things are just kind of, you're just going through the motions. Like, hey, what can we do? I've, mm -hmm. I've you know, I've thought about this or this, you know, throw out some things that you've mm -hmm. thought about or things like that, different mm -hmm. places, mm -hmm. you know, just to have those discussions and being open to there's nothing wrong with having that. We need mm -hmm. to have that conversation right. Mm -hmm. right. because right. one spouse may be wanting to have it and they're nervous the other spouse isn't gonna yeah. you know, want mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And then you open the door and there's like a floodgate of conversation yeah. Yeah. that just turns out amazing for both of you. Mm -hmm. Well, and I can especially remember when Ashley was younger and us kind of trying, you know, it's easy when you put them to bed at 7.30, <sighs> but when they start going to bed at 9.30 and 10 o'clock, then it gets oh, really complicated, gosh. especially when their bedroom is like right, right. across from <laughs> And so, yes. so the idea of yes. a, a night out somewhere mm -hmm. or, I mean, there were times that we literally would text and be like, can you meet for lunch? I could meet for lunch. Mm -hmm. We'll meet for lunch. We'll have a date at the house. Mm -hmm. And we, we mm -hmm. it's kind of comical because you feel like you're sneaking around. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And you are. Yes. But uh, it makes it, it makes it kind of interesting and fun and mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. than just like, uh, it's 10 o'clock and I'm tired. Right. Uh, we, I mean, four in the morning, everybody's like, 
really <laughs> four in the morning. But if mm -hmm. you value yeah. mm -hmm. it, and it's an important part of your relationship, mm -hmm. yes, four in the morning mm -hmm. works. But a lot of people are say, well, why should it should just be spontaneous? Why mm. should you have to schedule it? But yeah, when you have a, life yeah. and scheduling things, you tend to anticipate something mm. that you schedule. Like if mm -hmm. I'm scheduling a massage, I am looking forward to mm -hmm. that yes. massage. I'm thinking about, I'm yes. thinking about the aroma thing. Put it on your calendar mm -hmm. and let your brain start doing the work for you and yeah, anticipation. Yeah. Well, and even just setting yeah. the mood. Candles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember somebody was telling me, yeah, I came in. It had been a particularly hard day. I came in. There was a bath drawn for me, and there were rose <gasps> petals in the bathtub, and there was a candle lit, and there was, like, really soft music playing, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, even doing those kinds of things, because mm -hmm. you do you do that in the first year, maybe yeah. the second yeah. year, and it's like, we don't have time for that. Right. But you, you got to make time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of scheduled sex. <laughs> I just can't. And, Thank and, you for and, sharing. No, it, it's, it's true. Oh, let no, let yeah. me tell you about this. <laughs> no, yeah. Does Kristen know we're having this yeah. conversation? <laughs> No. <laughs> Sorry, hon. Uh, okay, don't tell. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Oh, was it so I, yeah. I look forward to Wednesdays and Saturdays all the time. It's great. But and I'll be honest with you, it's kind of like what you were mm -hmm. saying. You think that when you schedule it, well, it takes away the actually the spontaneity of it has been great mm -hmm. because we anticipate, anticipate it yeah. we mm -hmm. send little messages mm -hmm. nights yeah. the night you know <laughs> yeah. and and we started doing this thing now that that's really fun um instead of having a night she has a half of the week and i have a half of the week and the first half of the week she initiates mm. and the second half of the week i initiate and that way we we there's not this idea of, well, it's scheduled, we have mm -hmm. to do it, and, and we both are able to kind of, you know, um, we don't feel bad about trying to initiate because we mm -hmm. know it's coming, and mm -hmm. there's some spontaneity with yeah, that. Mm -hmm. It's a fun thing for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. It's awesome. Can we talk a bit about just the bedroom itself? Because I know, especially after kids come along, <laughs> that a lot of people let their kids sleep with them, mm -hmm. and a lot of people have televisions in yeah. their bedroom. I think that you got to create like this mm -hmm. sanctuary mm -hmm. that's really your place. What, mm -hmm. what do y'all think about that? I, definitely, um, we we got rid of the TV in our bedroom early in our marriage. Mm -hmm. We just we just decided we're just going to get rid of it. We actually now just have one TV in our house. Mm. She comes to fight sometimes <laughs> with you know a <laughs> seven year old and a three year old. They want to watch a movie, and we're like no. But um, we do have our phones in our bedroom, mm -hmm. and because we charge yeah, them right. in there, and right, honestly. Right. It takes me about four or five alarm clocks to wake up, so I need wow. my phone in there because I'm going to snooze <laughs> alarm clocks over wow. and over and over. All right. I'm glad but, somebody else does that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we both put our phones on Do Not Disturb, mm -hmm. and so and we we know when we go to bed, like we're going to plug them in and charge them, but we're going to leave them alone. Mm -hmm. We're not. You know, there are times where we will sit together and we'll make a choice to say, Hey, we're going to watch. We're going to go to the bedroom, but we're going to watch a movie or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine because we talk about it and we yeah. say we're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but just being intentional about the usage of right. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've all yes. we've pushed pretty hard since we've had the ki since since we've had our kids that like we don't want them sleeping with us. Mm -hmm. um, 
for one, because we do want to protect our bed and that's yeah. ours. Yeah. Um, for two, because they're obnoxious to sleep with. <laughs> right, you get kicked <laughs> out of bed. <laughs> they turn sideways and kick you in the head. Exactly. But it's like, you know, if they're having a rough night, one of us will get up and go to them. Mm -hmm. And we're like, they'll crawl in our bed and we're just like, okay, we're going to get up and go to you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm the worst because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Come on. And my wife's like, oh no, let's go. <laughs> like, let's go. But just trying to protect that and say, yeah, like, yeah. this is yeah. our space yes. and um, yeah. it's not for you. Right. And, and we let them know that. Yeah. Like, no, you're not sleeping with mom and dad. We're going to yeah. go back yeah. to your room. Yeah, I, I love that. I'm a believer. Yeah. I was didn't learn that when I first got married. <laughs> and I'm guilty of them <laughs> sleeping with us. But I think for us, it helped us not just leave it in the bedroom. Mm -hmm because if they were there, they were asleep and we didn't have to worry about them getting up and coming where we were. So for us, we did make it work. And I think as, cause that's how my parents were with me. So unfortunately you sometimes mm. do what was done and yeah. you know, we closed the door, but you know, I grew up, my parents' door was always open. And so just learning to do different. I always knew if the door was closed. <laughs> right, right. It's a and good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said, now that they're older, I'm like, go to bed. <laughs> got a man. And they're up until two and three and I'm yeah, like, so you have to be really creative. You do. You really yeah. you really have to be creative when or they just get really older. quiet. Yeah. And that's no that's fun. Not fun. That's no fun. Go somewhere. Yeah. So that's part of the reason they go to Savannah in the summer. They're like, we know what you do in the summer. Mm -hmm. yeah. And their dad said, not just the summer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, TMI. Oh, yeah. oh, it's I, not seasonal. Don't, yeah. don't ask yeah. those questions because yeah. he will answer them for you. We have the knocking rule. I mean, uh, yeah. you have to knock before you come mm -hmm. in, whether the door's yep. open or closed. Yep. Um, it, it's sort of that boundary mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. at the at the door jam, mm -hmm. and when the times that they aren't thinking and they kind of just come in, we say no, 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 out the door, knock, come back in, yeah. and you know sometimes just out of principle we say no, can't come in. We don't have to be doing anything, <laughs> yeah, and, and and just so that they know. You know sometimes yeah, then just, the next thing is why not? Because we want to be left alone, <laughs> right? Uh, but this is uh, our sanctuary. <laughs> it's it's a it's a great boundary to have mm -hmm. and a good lesson. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I think there's a lot of wisdom that has been laid on the table today, and I would be real clear in saying that there's no cookie cutter approach. No, I mean, everybody definitely. is different, yeah. so you have yeah. to figure out what works for you. I think the most important thing that we've said today is that it is an important part of your marriage. Mm -hmm. It's foundational mm -hmm. to creating connectedness between the two of you. And, and so really being intentional about the planning piece, mm -hmm. about thinking about your bedroom and what you do want to have in there, what you want to allow when it comes to your kids. Mm -hmm. Those are all great conversation pieces for you guys to go on a date mm -hmm. and talk mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. and figure out together what, what works for you, what, what sparks that passion, what creates amazing minds blowing some you know I think the thing that's interesting is that sometimes we think we know mm. but we've never actually asked our spouse uh -huh. well right. what mm. what would be the definition of amazing mind-blowing marriage for you and then having that conversation mm 
Thanks for tuning in to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. If you'd like more resources for marriage, parenting, and more, be sure to visit our website, firstthings.org.